Well, the Dallas Stars are looking to get back on track, back in the win column tonight as they rematch with the St. Louis Blues. And today I'll be joined by Saad Youssef of The Athletic to talk about this Stars team and see what they need to do in order to get back into the win column. All of this coming up on a Friday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars Podcast Network, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are Locked On the Dallas Stars here on this Friday, December 17th. And today I'm joined by Saad Youssef of The Athletic. He covers the Dallas Stars there. Uh, And we're here to talk about this hockey team that has been struggling over the past few games. Uh, But before we get into all that, Saad, how are you today? I'm doing good, man. It's been been a hell of a week. It's been busy, so, but... (laughs) you know lots going on yeah absolutely certainly a lot going on with just the nhl the world of sports the holiday season uh but you know glad to to have you on the show here to talk about this dallas stars team and before we get into to all the good stuff that we have going on today gotta let the listeners know that today's episode is brought to you by omaha steaks the holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky omaha steaks makes it easy to send your friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved you can go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Well, to get straight down to business, uh, obviously, Saad, you and I both know, and the listeners know that the Stars have, you know, been on a losing streak after, you know, getting off uh, what was a franchise, you know, record tying seven game win streak. Um, and I think just kind of the biggest question I have for you, Saad, I know I've talked about it uh, over this past week or so, but, you know, very interested to hear your opinion on this as well. What would you say overall has been the Stars' biggest issue uh, over the stretch of games that they've lost? Well, I mean, I think, you know, up until last game, the the easy common denominator was just that, you know, it was the road woes, right? Like it was it was in Vegas, L.A., and then San Jose. But, you know, they came out, they were pretty flat. Um, in, against St. Louis um, on home ice as well. So, um, you know, I think part of the, part of the problem is definitely the fact that they haven't been able to find any consistent scoring. And by the way, that was pretty true in the seven game winning streak. True, winning streak as well. Like it was very top heavy scoring from the top line. And uh, and when you look at it, when you go on the road and you don't have last change, the stars saw all the top matchups. Um, top defense matchups against uh, Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski. Uh, and then you come home and Rope Hintz was unable to go against St. Louis. So, um, I, you know, it hasn't, I, I wouldn't say the team is like drastically different. It's just, I think that top line was masking a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, bad stuff um, from even during the winning streak. Yeah, absolutely. And I, do you think, um, or I guess kind of before asking the question, I think that game against Vegas, I, I, you know, as much of a gut punch as that game was, uh, obviously the Stars had a chance. You know, they were up 4-2 and almost could have gone up 5-2. Uh, but Tyler Sagan, you know, went wide on that shot right by the net. Do you think that, you know, just losing that game the way that they did, do you think that has any effect mentally on this team? Obviously, like you said, road woes having to play two more games on the road. But against opponents in L.A. and San Jose that, you know, uh, that you could have argued, especially L.A., that the Stars are a better team overall then. And I think, uh, you know, maybe even the Sharks on paper, a better team. Do you think just, you know, that demoralizing loss to Vegas kind of has set the tone over these past few games? Or do you think, you know, the team 
kind of was like quick to forget that game and that, you know, maybe like you said, something else at play overall. Yeah, no, I think there's just a bigger overarching issue. I don't think it was like any like lingering, like that was the reason the way they lost. I mean, that was a, that was a brutal way to lose. They were up four two with like 11 minutes left. And then, you know, like you don't even get a single point out of that. Like that's a tough one, but no, I mean, they played a really good game, probably their best road game of the season against San Jose and still managed to lose that game. So it's not like they were, they just like kind of completely, you know, went to a tailspin and collapsed. I mean, they played a good game against San Jose. They just weren't able to win because they're not able to find that scoring. And so I think it really does come back to just, you know, you have to find other ways to score than just your top line. Yeah. And speaking of uh, the top line, I know kind of something I tackled um, in, in an earlier episode this week. Uh, that you know, a, a listener asked, um, talking about other lines on this team, who do you think, uh, if you could kind of build the perfect second line uh, for this Stars team that you think could be that secondary scory option besides Robo, Pavs, and Rupe, who who do you think those three guys would be for you if you could build that perfect second line that could potentially generate some offense when those top three aren't on the ice? Man, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, in practice today, and by today I'm talking about Thursday, um, mm-hmm. the second line being Jamie at center, Tyler at uh at right wing and jacob peterson at left was pretty good in in terms of just on paper obviously we know tyler sagan has been struggling mightily um so i don't know how that translates on the ice i think that's that's a good attempt to get tyler going um but that's a yeah i mean you know i think jamie and denny uh griana like i think those two um being together have have had success like I guess you could like reunite the Raffle Ben Guriano line and roll that out as a second. Um, so I think there's that. Um, I don't know. I think like I think that's probably the way that I would go. I, like, and we're talking about guys on the roster, right? Because like I, I don't know, like a like a Ben Sagan, Ben P. Damiani could could have been kind of interesting. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I think that's probably the way I would go. I would probably go either going back to the classic Raffle Ben Gurionov or um, I, I don't hate on paper Peterson Ben Sagan. Yeah, I think Peterson is a really interesting guy, you know, a guy that isn't necessarily stuffing the stat sheet like some of the, you know, other top guys on the roster, but a guy that's proven that he belongs on the roster, I believe. And I, I yeah, I think Damiami a good guy as well. Um, clearly, we've only seen one game from him, but I know many, including yourself, were very, you know, quick to praise how great that shift was that he played. Uh on you know on his you know first NHL goal in his first NHL game uh and I know you know like I said you and others have have praised that what's something great that you saw um from Damiani obviously besides the goal what what made that shift so great for him uh in your eyes well it was just the the tenacity the overall tenacity and I and I hate that that's even the case uh for this team and and that's kind of what Rick Bonus addressed after the game right like like Riley Damiani's tenacity as fresh and as young as he is like this, this is a veteran team that should not be outshined overall um, by, by a 21 year old rookie, right. In terms of just the effort. So I think that's really what stood out most about Riley was just like, you know, he, I, I was kind of surprised at how quickly he was moving through. Like, like he didn't, there was no, uh, there was no being like really mad that that first shot or the second attempt didn't, go in the net he just kept it was like all right didn't go all right let's re let's recharge and let's try to get this again and he did that twice before finally getting the goal so i think the uh the way that he approached that and the tenacity that he went with was was impressive 
Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I hope that, you know, that that's a wake up call for the rest of this team that, you know, with all the veterans, like you said, one of, if not the oldest roster in the NHL, uh, maybe a little bit of a wake up call that, you know, they're happy for, for Riley because he got his first NHL goal. But maybe, you know, seeing that and seeing his reaction and uh, just, you know, the, the joy in that moment maybe brings a little bit of life back into the team. It clearly didn't for the rest of that game, unfortunately. Uh, but hopefully over time, that's something. Uh, that we'll see for you know for this team especially in this game because uh the stars have not lost five in a row in a while and would hate to see them do that especially against a divisional opponent like st louis and i know you know stars fans always want to see dallas get the best of st louis but we'll we'll be back with more questions after we take a quick moment to say thank you to some of the sponsors of today's episode of locked on stars the first of those is omaha steaks the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code NHL into the search bar to get the perfect gift package for $99.99. You can get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code NHL, you'll also get an eight additional Omaha Steak burgers for free with your order. We've all heard the reports and shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor and covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle those holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse because you never know when you're going to need it. Do you like some of those marshmallow-filled treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate, taste so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can get 15% off your order when you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars with Saad Yusuf of The Athletic talking about this Dallas Stars team uh, and ways that they can get back on track uh, and just talking about the team overall as a whole. And Saad, uh, and the next question I have for you, something I want to pick your brain on um, and something that I know I've been thinking over this past week. Um, who would you say is the most important player on the Stars roster? Because my vote is Rupe Hintz, and I think we've seen that. Uh, you know, over this this stretch of games where he's either been kind of shut down or hasn't been playing due to his illness. And I think that that's been a huge part of, you know, the Stars' struggle so far is not having him on the ice. But would you say he's the most important player to the Stars team or do you think it's somebody else? Um, there's a, there's arguments for, for a few guys. Um, you know, I think Rope Hintz is, no, I, I definitely wouldn't argue with you on that. But at the same time, I would remind you that, you know, when the, uh, when the season started, um, when the season started and Jason Robertson wasn't there, that Rope, Ro, and you know Rope wasn't completely humming yet either. He was still working his way back from an injury, so maybe when he's full strength, like that line is able to with, withhold, uh, withstand the uh, the the absence of Robertson better than they did. But it seemed like when Robertson came back, that's kind of when Hinson Pavelski also took to another level, and that top line really became the top line. 
So I think there's a case there for Robertson. And and obviously the Stars have a top 10 defenseman in the NHL who's not going to be playing in St. Louis um, because now he's the latest one to be hit with the illness. So uh, obviously a case for me or Haskinen as well. Um, and then on, on any given night, you can plug in any of the goaltenders as well, right? This is a team that relies on defensive structure and keeping the score down. So um, yeah, if the goal, if the goaltending is not there, then it's probably not. Yeah. I mean, any of those guys, I, I would go, Anywhere from Rope Hans, Jason Robertson to Miro Haskinen to uh, uh, to Braden Holpe and Jake Ottinger. Yeah, I, I think those are all important guys as well. I, I went back and forth with myself between Rope and and Miro. Just obviously, uh, you know, Miro I feel like hasn't done quite as much as he was doing. Still playing really well. I wouldn't say he's playing bad by any means, but certainly a guy early in the season that was uh, I think you could argue before Rope really got things going. Uh, could have been, you know, the most important player to the team's success. But ever since Rupe scored that goal back in November against Nashville, and when he's been on the ice, he's been on an absolute tear. And hopefully, uh, you know, he's back at 100% for tonight's game if he's able to play. Because uh, I know he was practicing uh, yesterday slash today whenever we're recording this. Uh, so hopefully he'll be back at 100%. And this is kind of a, a random question that just popped in my head. But you mentioned goalies and, and clearly Ben Bishop. Uh, was in the news a lot this week with the Dallas Stars. Uh, and just, you know, another question for you personally. What um, is personally your favorite Ben Bishop memory or just kind of moment with with his career with the Stars for someone that's just been covering this team the way that you have? Yeah, um, I think ben, with Ben Bishop, uh, if you're talking personally, I would just say that the way the way his interactions and the vibe that he always carried was was always different. There's There's one time, you know, I don't remember which game it was exactly, but um, I don't know what I had going on that day, but early in the morning I had a suit on. And so came to morning <laughs> skate and like, and you know, Ben Bishop was just, uh, you know, he was starting in goal that night and usually goal, uh, not usually, but oftentimes a lot of times goalies that are starting that night are usually standoffish and just don't want to talk to anyone or nothing after morning skate. And he was just like remarking on my suit and, and uh just having a good time and we ended up talking like fantasy football and he's a big fantasy football nut so um you know there was that even earlier this year when um i was waiting outside the practice rank um on the bench there and like you know he was walking by and you know we had like a 20 minute discussion on just like life and uh and 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 things else so he was always up for a conversation and he was always up for for chatting and uh and you know the other thing is that uh, there was a story that I did back in, I think, spring 2019, where I where I outlined the differences of uh, Anton Adobin and Ben Bishop in their approaches and how they approach games. And, um, you know, Anton is a lot more free flowing and just like stop the puck at any cost type. And Ben Bishop is a little more organized in terms of watching film and things like that. So when I talked to Bishop for that story, I just remember you know, I, I thought it would be a quick, like four or five minute, get a few quotes and him telling me that's kind of how, how it usually goes. Um, but instead he kind of, you know, outlined of why he watches as much film. And then he outlined what kind of film he watches, what he looks for in the shifts and how he looks for how he prepares for shootouts. And so he was just very gracious with his time. And I think, you know, um, that that's something that you don't, you, you don't always get a lot from superstars, no matter what sport it is. So, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely something that stands out. And then, you know, obviously with Ben Bishop, if you ask anyone what stands out on a professional level, it's that 52 save masterpiece in game seven against St. Louis, uh, to know he was doing that already on a bum knee, um, 
just makes that even more impressive. But that's always going to be number one, I think, for anybody uh, that remembers Ben Bishop. Yeah, absolutely. A guy that, you know, always seemed to have a smile on his face and, uh, you know, friendly with his teammates, friendly with the fans and the community. And clearly you could see, you know, the emotion in the press conference uh, when talking about his teammates, when talking about playing for this organization. Uh, and how obviously he's still with the organization right now. He's retiring from the game, but still, you know, a part of this Dallas Stars group and a part of the the family that they have built in that locker room. And uh, have you really seen anything at practices or in any other moments with the team uh, with him and Jake Ottinger specifically? Is there any kind of mentorship there or how valuable do you think it is for a guy like Ottinger to have a guy like Bishop in his life that he can kind of look up to and, uh, you know, talk with daily about about the game and also just about life um but just you know developing as a young goalie in this league yeah i mean jake and jake himself if you listen to his comments after the game uh i actually asked him about that and um and you know he was very uh, he basically said ben bishop is exactly who he hopes to be um in the next 10 years or so so um and, and ben ben has been very gracious with his time helping jake um mentoring actually that's one of the things that i wrote in my column was just you know how 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 much he has always been a mentor whether it was jake or andre vasilevsky in tampa bay um that's something ben has always been really really good about so i think that's really that's really good and also you know it's going to continue like ben ben is one of the best puck handling goaltenders to ever play i think jake has some ways to go with that um obviously he's only 22 um he's about to turn 23 in a few days here actually uh but yeah, I think, you know, that's something that Ben will still be around to teach. I mean, you know, that's the cool thing that when you have a guy that's as happy spirited as Ben Bishop is, um, I don't think Jake Ottinger or the stars are really going to lose that. Like, um, you know, actually just yesterday on Wednesday, the day after Bishop retired, like he was on the golf course with Tyler Sagan and they golfed together. So, um, you know, he's still around. He's still, he's still, you know, going to be teaching and uh, imparting his wisdom on Jake Ottinger. Yeah, I think that's so valuable for Jake Ottinger. And even, you know, I know Braden Holtby's uh, been around in the league this a while as well, but I'm sure, you know, nice to have a guy like Ben on the team. And and for the locker room in general, I think that's good that he's he's hanging out with Sagan and uh, other guys because I'm sure just, you know, what we've seen from his personality and obviously, you know, the testament that you have to how great of a human being he is, I think that'll be good for, you know, that locker room as a whole just to, to continue to have him around and, uh, he and his family still, you know, having a presence within the organization. But we'll continue the conversation and maybe talk a little bit about tonight's matchup between the Stars and the Blues. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode of Locked on Stars, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Jumping back into today's conversation with Saad Youssef of The Athletic, 
um, talking about the Dallas Stars and their matchup tonight between uh, themselves and the St. Louis Blues. The Stars looking to get revenge against their division rivals. And Saad, how concerned do you think the Stars should be? You mentioned uh, earlier now that Miro is one of the latest Dallas Stars to catch this weird bug, cold, non-COVID illness. How concerned should the Stars be missing a guy like Miro in the lineup tonight? Uh, definitely concerned. There's there's not a single there's not a single time Miro Heiskanen doesn't play a game and you're not concerned. I don't care if you're playing the Arizona Coyotes or you're playing the St. Louis Blues or whoever. Um, so yeah, definitely some concern with without Miro. On top of that, um, you know, after Thursday's practice, like we asked to talk to Rope Hints and PR was just like, hey, like he doesn't even have a voice right now. Like he really can't talk. So all that to say, yeah, Rope Hints returned to practice on Thursday. Uh, Rick Bonus was not what uh, was not quick to confirm that. Yeah, oh yeah, he's definitely in the lineup. He basically said, "Yeah, looking like it. He's back. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow." So you're probably going with a less than 100% Rope Hints, probably a less than 100% Alexander Radulov. Yoel Kiviranta is out. Riley Damiani and Ty Delandria back to the AHL. No Miro Heiskanen. in. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, you definitely you're on the road it's the first night of a back-to-back like there's a lot going on here and uh and you know they've lost four in a row um so yeah all that to say i would i would be concerned for sure yeah and with all that said what do you think is the key to victory for the stars going into this game because like you said a lot of things stacked up against them uh on the outside looking in it, it seems uh that you know, on paper that the, that the blues should win this game. Um, but I mean, clearly this, the stars team with the veterans that they have on this team, uh, you would think they're going into this game, you know, with the mentality of they need to come out on top uh, because, you know, like we said earlier, they haven't lost five in a row in quite some time. So what in your eyes is the key to victory for the stars team and how can they get out of St. Louis with a W? Uh, I would say there's three um, for me. Number one would be goaltending has to be strong, has to be stellar, um, has to make up for, you know, whatever the loss of Miro, I mean, you go back and like, you know, I often tweet these videos during games where like, you know, Miro breaks up plays so effortless, effortlessly. And it's just, it's a lot of the, a lot of times plays that are developing don't ever even get to the goaltender because Miro negates them, you know, before it can even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Miro's not playing. So the goaltending is going to have to be a little bit more even on point. They've been good this past week, even through the losing streak, but it's going to have to be a little better. Um, the second thing I would say that this is one of the top five power play teams in the NHL and in the Dallas Stars. They need to not only be good on the power play, but they need to earn power play opportunities. Like against the St. Louis Blues at home a few days ago, they had one power play opportunity drawn by Riley Damiani. Um, and some people might look at that and be like, well, you can't control what the refs, what the refs are calling or not. Well, if you're playing hard five on five, you, you, put the other team in a situation where they have they're they're out of position and they're 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 kind of caught hooking or caught tripping and things like that um so you have to play a good five on five game to eventually get those power play opportunities they need to do that and then they they have to get something out of that peterson ben sagan line because i'm assuming that hints is going to play and so even regardless of how effective he is or not St. Louis is going to throw their best defensive forward line, their best defenseman at the robertson hintz Pavelski line, assuming they are intact. That means secondary scoring has to show up, and that second line of Peterson-Ben Sagan is going to be the primary spotlight, in my opinion. They have to do something. 
yeah, it'd be a really nice time for for Tyler Sagan to get kind of out of his slump and and really get things rolling. And I think you know that he has a chance to do that. I know uh, playing with a guy like Jamie, and then of course a younger guy like Peterson, uh, who we mentioned is is you know really gifted and deserves to be on this roster. And uh, he seems to have an act to step step up uh, on the road. I feel like I, I feel like a lot of the more recent Peterson goals have been on the road, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe we'll see a big night from him. Uh, you have any any predictions for this game as far as score and maybe even first goal for the Stars? Um, I'll, I'll say the, I'll say the blues win four to two. Um, and I'm going to say the stars get their first goal, uh, by Jason Robertson. Okay. I like that. I, I hope that the first goal, I think if it comes from the top line that at least, you know, potentially puts them in a chance to have a, a good game and maybe if they can do it quick, I know uh, they haven't really scored. Um, in the first two minutes of a game in a while since the win streak. But I think that that would spark a lot of life in this team. I, I think I'll agree with you. As much as I'd hate to see the Stars lose a fifth straight, it, it's hard for me to envision them coming out on top. I'll say uh, St. Louis. I'll say three to two just to, to not be the exact same. Uh, and I'll first goal. Man, that's tricky. I, I wanting, I'm wanting to – I was thinking top line. I'll get weird, and I'll, I'll say Luke Glendening. I'll say Luke okay. Glendening gets the first goal. It's actually uh, not as outlandish, surprisingly, this season as it would have sounded three months ago. So. Yeah, truly, truly. I feel like, you know, opening night, that would have been – well, and even opening night, I mean, I feel like any prediction, uh, you know, would have been crazy because Jacob Peterson scored the first goal in the first game for the Stars. And so the Stars are, are always up to weird tricks and kind of hard to predict at times. But we'll see. Maybe our predictions will be wrong. I'd love to be wrong about the Blues winning. Um, but it, it'd be really nice if the Stars could get a win and then come back home and play a, a Chicago team that you know, will be a really interesting matchup within itself. Uh, but, you know, excited to see the Stars team on the ice. Hopefully Rupe Hints is able to, you know, step up and play somewhat like he's played so far this season. Um, but yeah, really curious to see how the Stars compete tonight. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Saad, thank you again for joining the show. Guys, you can go check him out and his work at The Athletic. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you see his Twitter on the screen. I'll be sure to put his Twitter account in the description of the podcast on YouTube and on podcasting platforms as well. Saad, anything you want to say to the, the listeners before we hop off? Well, uh, you know, just something that I wrote the other day. This is this is a big one for the Stars just in the fact that, you know, if they lose in regulation, uh, it was just a damning stat that I found, you know, found, like found to be true. Is If they lose in regulation, this will be the first time they go five straight games without getting a point since the 2013-14 season. Um, think back to Lindy Ruff, first season as a coach, Jim Nill, first season as a GM, Tyler Sagan, first season as a Dallas star. That's how long it's been that they haven't gone five straight games without getting a point. And if they lose to the Blues in regulation, that is what they're going to accomplish. Oof. Yikes. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so a lot on the line for the, for the Stars team in terms of uh, potentially making history, but not good history like we were talking about a few weeks ago. Well, that's again going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in on Monday for a breakdown and recap of tonight's game as well as Saturday's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. But we will see you on Monday, Stars fans. Have a great day.